In a world in crisis, can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. And welcome to episode 11. You're being very visual, John, for a a simply audio medium. Well, you see, my voice is a feast for those at home. My hands are a feast for you. Thank you. Eat my hands. And what a feast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but seriously. Eat my delightful hands. Delicious hands. hands. Lovely dainty hands like gammon. You know, we didn't make a big deal of it, but we've crossed over into double figures. I know, considering I said it for practically every single figures episode, that I didn't say it. What are we on now then? Episode 10. 11, I just said. Are we really? Double figures! Yes. Did you? Oh, very good. Let's celebrate the double figures Well done us. I think we were too tired to acknowledge it last time. Yeah, it was kind of a new year. Actually, I guess, yeah, a new year, a new... Um, ten. <laughs> a new figure. I look forward to hitting episode twenty in twelve months' yeah. time, <laughs> given our general rate of productivity. Well, yes. Of course, saying that, here we are. We're adhering to quite a good schedule. You know, Re- another episode. Good. All right. Just before I disappear on my honeymoon. Oh yeah, we need to talk about logistics. Well, yeah. Seeing as you carried on without me when I went on mine. Victory sip. Yes. I'm not sure me and Nick have ever hung out just the two of us. Oh no. <laughs> now we will. It'll probably be really awkward. Actually, it's, oh, yeah. it's going to be. You know, you're the it glue would... that holds this whole thing together. It John. won't be awkward if we have some champagne. That oh, is we, true. Shouldn't. we should. Just, we'll go to the pub before and then we'll record <laughs> yes. it. And oh, we'll forget to press record. And, and that will be. Yeah, and it will be the <laughs> top notch. Oh yeah. Especially you'll just without... have. Without John doing any editing or leveling or anything, yeah. I'll just post the raw file on like YouTube. You'll just have to assume it was good in in, <laughs> in view of us probably forgetting to press record. You'll come back from your honeymoon and be like, "Did you post it?" But like, I think I did. Yeah. It's you... like I put an SD card in the post. <laughs> yeah. Well... Oh, dear, dear. Oh god. Dear I mean, social a, media. A for effort there. <laughs> Dear social clause. Yeah. At the very least, I mean, you could talk about. I mean, you have discovered you have some things in common. I mean, basket cheese. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's come up. Yeah, we could just do a basket cheese about special that. where we could just sit and eat tiles of basket cheese and see drink champagne. <laughs> see how long we last. Tiles of basket cheese. <laughs> that's the title of my autobiography. I was going to say I've got their first album. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello, everyone, and welcome to a show called Hey. As our preamble in no way hinted at, this is a show about loves and hates. Oh yes, and we have a format. Oh. Incredibly. We have, we? A, we have a format. Do we? Accusatory eyes. Uh, yeah, so the, the deal is... Why were you looking at me? That's harsh. It is. That seems unnecessarily harsh. You do harsh. have naturally accusing eyes. I, well... That's I, a compliment. Thank you. That's right. Mm. <laughs> well, you just... I like to engage with you. John's suggesting I don't stick to the format, which is... <laughs> which is... The, Insulting. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. You do stick to the format. The format being that every episode you cough while I'm trying to do the introduction. Yeah, but you leave that out every time. I know, it's Hell funny, isn't so it? So you're breaking yeah. the fourth wall with oh, that, John. Oh, so you've, That's you very unprofessional. Meta. So you've basically learned your lesson, which is why you didn't... Stop it. Sorry, that was genuine. <laughs> that was a genuine <laughs> uh, Yeah, I have had a cold, actually. Mm. Is everyone healthy, you know, before I do the the rules how this works reasonably Everyone, reasonably healthy. we might cough over it yeah yeah i mean i was sick as i was sick as a dog over christmas but i've recovered and then you've had the kind of plague i caught it yeah and i you... had the lurgy in between christmas and new year did it last quite a long time well i've still got a bit of a cough 
Yeah. But I'm 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 on I'm day su- four. Yeah. And I'm nearly done with it. It's I'm, a lingering. I'm suppressing it. I'm on day if you if you count the day I got ill, I'm on day sixteen, I think. Mm. See, I imagine maybe the first people who get it, they get it worse and they use up some of its like potential. Was patient zero, and then us near the mm. end, like you've used up all of its energy, so the, we only get like a little. You've got like, dregs. Mm. That's what I think. I. That's how science works. I was surprised <laughs> how long it took for after I recovered. There was like a few days where no one was sick, and then you, the nether, my housemate, got ill. Correct. So I was like, "What were you doing in all that time while I was like captain infectious?" I was, I was rolling around in your tissues. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah. Which yeah. I do normally anyway. Hell of a hell of a day out there. <laughs> Go to a local field, Frolic. chuck all the tissues on the floor. Well, you bring them from home. <laughs> I have I have a small sack. So we've told you about this. Okay, well, okay, I am getting sidetracked. Come on, John. There's a really? format. To there's this a show. format. But I'm glad people tell me there's a format. To this but I'm show. glad we're all so healthy. Um, okay, so the point of the show is that every episode we each bring a topic of love and hate to the table. There is no table. It's metaphorical. To the table. For discussion, a table will be good actually because we usually drink tea or champagne. A table will be delightful when it's I have either tea or champagne. Tea or champagne, there's no in between. <laughs> no middle ground. I have a dream that eventually, when we have a house and we're moved in and everything, I will have a proper, semi-regular podcasting table set up. Will it be like a round table? Will we be like knights around the table? Of the round I, I table? was thinking more like hackneyed radio pundits. We'd be around a table. Oh, can we have a sound effects bank? Like <laughs> sort of thing, you know. Uh yes yeah okay. oh good get uh we'll get get on that T- oh. take take a memo we'll get our best oh. man on the job take a memo he's he's on it okay I'm on it anyway so like I said we each bring a topic of hate and a topic of love to the table for discussion and then we all just cast ill-informed uh judgment on it in the hope of finding uh I guess some greater meaning perspective sure. yeah well, yes. I mean and if you would like to join in the discussion at home uh, I've heard it's very therapeutic you can send us your hates and loves via Twitter using the hashtags show called love and hashtag Shagod Hate. Hopefully you can work out which one is which. Mm. And we also we, out, we also now have a Facebook group. Yeah. And, and a oh, Facebook yes. page. Yes. And people are engaging with it. It's crazy. And we'll if, process your hate. Thank you. And loves thank you. you for those of you who are doing that. Yeah. So yeah, basically, uh, if you ever wanted to have your whatever's irking you, your innermost thoughts, if you ever wanted to have them kind of poured over by three yeah. Uh, poorly educated. Yeah. Uh, jug- I mean, I, I couldn't be less qualified for this for this role. Frankly. Or more qualified. Well, you could have some champagne well, in you. Yes. I, yeah. Well, yeah. That I was very unqualified that day. Yeah. But good God, it was or amazing radio. But what a but what a good time we had. Well, we definitely had a good time. Well, <laughs> nobody else did. <laughs> Speaking of good times, perfect segue. Oh. Hey. Hey. Should we start the episode? Oh, okay. Very good. Yes. Who has a hate? I've got hate. Oh, oh Nick's got a hate. Nick's got yeah, a hate. My hate is. Oh. The people. Who believe in conspiracy theories? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I watched a video today. I, I had a whole different hate lined up, but then I watched this video on YouTube. Okay, usually a source of hate for me, and and it changed my hate because this guy was a fantastic idiot. Okay. So his his whole thing was the whole the whole like uh, thrust of his uh, compelling argument was that the moon doesn't exist. The moon can't be real. Well, I think the title of the video is The Moon Can't Be Real with This Evidence. Well, in fairness to him, yeah, I've never been to the moon. Well, very true, neither have I. Have you? Well, I've never been to, you know... Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. <laughs> or anywhere around. I've never been to, like, Hawaii. Or Skegness. I'm pretty sure it's Actually, there. Actually, I've been to Skegness. Mm. Oh, Skegness is real. I'm pretty sure it's there, though. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John's on, John's on the fence. To be honest, I could go to Hawaii and people would say, Welcome to Hawaii. And I would say... 
Oh, I've been to Hawaii. Oh, thank you I very still much, don't yeah. know. Here's no. the thing. There are more compelling arguments for the moon not existing than the one that this man presented, right? Oh, okay, okay, right. <laughs> so this whole video was his thesis, right, <laughs> on why the moon doesn't exist. And it worked like this. He was on his balcony with his Nikon something-something camera with a 19mm zoom lens attached to the front oh. of it. And all we were seeing was the footage from the camera looking out of his balcony, right? And he lived in Boston. And he was just talking in the background while he was doing this, right? And it was all one single take. And it's him, and you can see, like, you can see the railings of his balcony, and then you can see a river, and then you can see a, the Boston city skyline in the distance. Okay. Right? And he's like, over there is the... No, not in this English accent, but in, a, in, a, in an American accent. <laughs> over, over there. Um, <laughs> what's that, my love? Oh, yeah. that, oh, what's that shiny thing over there? Oi, oi, oi. Doip, um, hey, over oh, here. Penny oh. farthings at midnight. Oh, a witching I'm walking hour. here. Oh, bucket of thumbs. <laughs> anyway. Um, What's says, that past the Thames Bridge? <laughs> is that Boston? Is that Boston? So he says over there is the Prudential Building, right? Okay. And he says, I know for a fact from Google Maps. So he's willing to accept that Google Maps is accurate real. Yeah, how do we take those pictures? Surely the moon's on Google Maps. <laughs> from the moon. Surely, the, surely Google Earth has taken photos of the moon. Google Moon. Well, Google I guess it's, it's mostly kind of pointing inwards, I'd imagine, Google Earth. Well, they need to, they need to turn, Rotate, that, turn yeah. that camera around. I'm assuming that Google Earth will eventually do the inside of the Earth as well. Yeah. Of course oh, yeah, that's where the lizard people live. Exactly, yeah. yeah. We I need guess, to chart all of their streets. See, all of this would be a lot easier if only humanity had some way of getting things into orbit. Wouldn't which, it? Which is just impossible. Nobody's ever done that. That's obviously impossible because the moon's fake. Let me tell you why. So he goes, the Prudential building over there, this skyscraper, is 4.2 miles away from me. Watch this, he says, oh. as he uses his 19mm zoom lens to zoom in on the Prudential building, right? Right. Until the building fills the entire field of view of the video. And you can read the massive letters that must be at the top of this skyscraper, Prudential. Oh. And the P in Prudential must be about six foot tall. It's a huge P. And you can read it clearly. It's, it's in the middle of this image. Did it also have like an Illuminati symbol <laughs> in the middle of the P? <laughs> That's a whole other video. <laughs> click, click the link below. Um, I so already goes, don't like the way this is going, by see, the way. You can see I'm already going. shaking my head. So he's like, so the Prudential building is 4.2 miles away. And I zoomed in and I can see this P perfectly. Right? He can't really. It's very grainy. Oh it's very out of focus. Okay, right. right. So okay. then he pulls right back, rapid zoom back to his balcony. Then he tilts the camera up into the sky. And it's like... I, I guess it must be early afternoon or something, but it's one of those days where you can see the moon in the sky, right? Blue sky, moon in the middle of it. You see, the moon's very, very small. <laughs> he zooms in on the moon with his camera, right? Until the moon fills the entire field of view of, right. of the camera, right? Okay. And you can see craters, various, like, you know, marks and splotches. Again, very grainy, very low res. And he goes, and you'd have me believe that that's 240,000 miles away. It's clearly 4.2 miles away because I can see it just as clearly as I can see the Prudential building. <laughs> okay. So uh, a more a more gullible man, a more a more gullible person might look through his high-end camera or telescope, see craters on the moon and think, gosh, that's quite compelling. You know, look at look at the distant continents. Isn't it incredible at, what I can see from so far away? I know, it's not just uh, a white circle of paint on this curtain we call the sky. Scratched onto a dome with a stick. So a man smart enough to use a camera mm. and upload to YouTube yeah. does not understand the difference between small and very and far, far away. away. Right. This is the thing, right, is that surely this, this evidence that he's presenting basically means that we have to suppose that everything he can zoom in on with his camera 
is 4.2 miles away. So if I stand six feet away from him and he zooms in on my face and he looks at the pores on my skin and they're all in perfect clarity, he goes, therefore, Nick is 4.2 miles away because I can see him in perfect clarity. Like, the, 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 basically, 4.2 miles away from this camera is something that's seen in perfect clarity. That's his definition. Yes, but surely if he looked at you, a human being, with this lens and saw you magnified... <laughs> He'd run screaming, this gigantic man will consume us all and throw himself out the nearest window. Everything is unbelievable. Uh, Chris, I called you Chris. I'm so shocked. Uh, Rayman, you're very very quiet. Quiet through anger, Joe. If Nick stood 4.2 miles away from here in a straight line, it wouldn't matter what fucking camera I had. I wouldn't be able to see him. No, there goes the PG rating. (laughs) You certainly certainly would not. This, I mean, this is... (laughs) <laughs> I can't even begin to fathom in how many ways this person is wrong. Yeah. If I put the moon, the, the moon, uh, yes, yeah, next familiar, to this familiar, pea, familiar with, next with to this work, six yeah. foot pea, I'm pretty sure, now don't quote me on it, I'm pretty sure the moon would be fucking times bigger we'd be all than dead. this pea. We'd, if you brought the moon down to where that pea is, we'd be dead. <laughs> I mean, that building wouldn't be there. No, the Prudential would be gone. But it's like, this is, even by his own logic, it doesn't make sense. Because if he zoomed in on that Prudential uh, building, yeah. and it's like, oh, I can see the giant P on the side of it. Uh, and, there's uh, a, it's oh, funny. Uh, and there's a window next to it. And in that window, I can see a tiny person. Yes. He knows that people are a certain size. Are on average, you know, five foot something. What's the average height of a human? And yet he can five six. He can can he can he not understand the difference between the tiny person he sees there and the person standing in the room with him. What if he'd zoomed in on the window of the Prudential building and he'd zoomed right into an office and he'd zoomed right into a desk and on the desk was a photo of the moon? What would he have done then? Oh my god! (laughs) But would that have been as as clear? He say he be saying, "Oh, the moon fits inside this office." It's the crazy thing. After I watched the video, I went downstairs and made myself Mentalist. a cup of tea. And I, and I tried to think about how I would, like, how I would talk to this human being, if I can call him that. Probably from behind a glass wall. Rage yeah, shield. Little air holes. Yeah, for know. his sake. Because yeah. I'd want to, like, smash him to bits. Hopefully a padded room. <laughs> it's just like, where do you begin to talk to someone that stupid? I, um, I, I, I think, uh... When you gaze, you're, you're gazing into the uh, the abyss. Oh yeah, here. like it is. It's <laughs> kind of uh, whew, because it's not. It's not. Ju- it's not just ignorance. It's a kind of aggressive stupidity. It is because he's forcing his like. It's not just that I'm a bit stupid. I may be like I don't know. I'm willing to learn. Yeah, exactly. It's me. not like that. Instead, it's like I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to spread the word because it's very important that the scientists have pulled the wool over our eyes and his. Here's some truth nuggets for y'all. Yeah. But if a child said that, I would go, ha, Timothy, get <laughs> out of Who are it, you? My name's <laughs> Greg. Get out of my house. I, I adopted I, him from a supermarket car park. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, 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 how adorable. Let me explain the difference between your toy cow and a cow in that field. Yeah. And how they are not the same thing. You've been watching Father Ted. Well, it's, it's hard not to find life yeah. lessons from that. Very true. But thing is, if, if that same child a week later said it again, I'd hit him. <laughs> yeah, and he's... Bad, him. Timothy! 
And he's thank you. We've grown. been over this. But also, I, I feel I'm insulting people who have grown up in the middle of the jungle. But it's almost like if 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 somebody who had never used a camera before in their life couldn't understand the difference between zooming in or something, and 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 the difference between that and and the moon and something that is very <laughs> far away, I would give them a pass. I'd be like, you know what? It's a bit of a learning curve, like crazy technology. But this is a man who, like I said, and I cannot oversell this point, can use YouTube. Mm. He wasn't young either. He sound he, from the sound of his voice because I never see him because he's yeah. behind the camera. But he sounded like late forties, early fifties. But certain things seem to be an innate part of of the human experience. Like I don't ha- I don't understand all the mathematics behind it, but I know that if I throw a ball, it will move in a certain trajectory. You know, I I know. That gravity affects things. I I can gauge distances. Yeah, like, wow, it because if you didn't understand that, how could you function? How could you do anything? Thing is, that's not even it a worries. conspiracy theory because, well, no, he, that was that was the beginnings. I then looked at some oh, other videos oh, on his site, and it was like he was he had loads of videos about chemtrails. I had loads of videos about about the moon being fake, and then what? I didn't watch these videos; just saw the titles. But like, what that means? What? Who? Who is casting this illusion, and why they're trying to control us with it? All this kind of sort of stuff. Did he shed any light on who might be faking? Like, not just okay. Let's accept that the no. moon isn't real, and it is a conspiracy. Yeah. What did they benefit from the conspiracy? See, this is what this is was going to be part of what I was going to say about why I don't like people who believe in conspiracy theories because that's the thing they never consider hmm. or at least nine times out of ten they never consider it. it's like there's this grand conspiracy to cover up the fact that there is no moon in the sky and the moon is fake and it's an illusion and it's put there why what's the yeah. reason who gains from that because the only reason anyone does anything in this world ever is for money really maybe sex but mainly money so what does someone gain? And sex money. That's sex money. Oh, that's sweet, sweet sex money. The prestige. Who, what does someone get from faking them? Now, he didn't elucidate this in his video. He, this was very scientific, this video. This was folk, it wasn't biased. He wasn't trying to influence your way of thinking. He was just presenting the facts as he sees them. He was a truth man. Truthman. Phil Truthman. Yeah. It, yeah. I, you, I feel you've actually stunned. Does it make us all go to bed and stop working so we don't become is it a distraction uh, that's how they get you global elite otherwise i'd be on double the pay does it keep us looking up so that we don't look down and find the world beneath i yeah i just dogs can't look up though thing is that's an interesting one because they they can't it's true (laughs) it's an interesting one because i've heard um uh like people reckon the moon landing was faked yeah but the moon's real <laughs> you know and then they're like yeah the moon is real but humanity hasn't landed on, yes. on it you know and it was all just a publicity stunt that to do really with the cold me, war the just for, just for the record even donald trump thinks the moon landing was real well that says a lot about those wow. who think it's fake so you know he's probably still got the receipts yeah you know like, i mean like <laughs> let's be honest like he's he probably owns and, and it. he's like really smart oh yeah he's pretty smart he's, yeah you know I was banging on about that on Friday. <coughs> and then he said more hilarious tweets. Oh, it, yeah. It, that was before that. It's, it's, it's really hilarious, isn't it? Like, I mean, yes, undoubtedly it's funny. It's funny but until we all get blown up. It's also like I want yeah. to cry and yeah. laugh at the same time. Um, okay, can we take a moment to talk about Flat Earth? Oh, yeah, no, please and do. And how yeah. that's a thing. Yes. Yeah, I found myself, uh, again, I didn't watch any because I had my fill after this video. Um, but I did find myself in the circles and seeing videos titled Flat Earth and um, 
saw some really good artwork actually so, of, how, so, of how it works well <laughs> yeah. well of, of how it looks like if you could actually go into space I'm sure it, look, it looks really cool it looks great but again what an odd hill to die on because <laughs> it's like okay you believe the earth is flat now what yeah like have, have, um, have you noticed how none of these people ever go sailing yeah. Have you noticed that? Probably, they never get in a boat and go sailing. But they're probably they? terrified, aren't they? They'll fall off. They don't want to sail off the edge. But I need proof. They're the only clever. Although, you I, know, I'm the one holding all the aces here at the moment. So again, maybe you need to prove it. Again, I'm the one... Um, Jackets. I, I know I'm repeating something which probably has been repeated a lot already, but there was a Flat Earth convention a few months ago. Was there? Yeah. Where, where, where was, was it held? The aerodrome. <laughs> My point being, it was somewhere in Texas, I believe, and of course you had to fly to get there. Give me, give me strength. <laughs> Just give me strength. Where does it begin? If you're like, you know, um, well, you know, I live in, I live in Boston, and I want to get, I want to get to Texas, and I'm like, here, I've got one of these four point two percent zoom cameras. Look at, here, let me show you the moon a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You're telling me away. that's a billion miles away? Why <laughs> that logic? You'd be like, well, my flat Earth tells me it should only take half an hour to fly to Houston because you know there's no curvature of the planet or anything like that. It's Don't to want... drive the cost up. But when you get, but that's the thing. When you get on the plane and uh, the staff are like, please sit down, sir. Uh, you smell. And uh, you're not wearing any aggressive. <laughs> you smell. You smell in, a, in an aggressive manner. And also, this will take eight hours. And he's like, "What does he think they're doing? Wow. Flying, flying around in circles? Or? Yes, to maintain the conspiracy, right? Because they will. Did you hear about the flat earthers who believed that the Earth was flat, but it's been spherized inside the t- lifetime of the human civilization by the TV companies? It's like when people make puree out of peas just to drop it out of a pipette and make peas again. <laughs> it's like that. But the best thing about these people, right, is that they believe. I think it was about." Maybe 50 to 100 years ago, the Earth was spherized. I don't know how this was done without people on the Earth knowing about it, but it was. And the reason it was done was because that way, TV broadcasting satellites could get all around the Earth and therefore brainwash all of us. Whereas before when it was flat, for some reason they couldn't. Don't understand that. Anyway. Yes? Surely it would cost more to spherize the Earth than it would be to design different satellites. Mm, You'd think so, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? You'd just, you know. But clearly spherizing the Earth was very easy because nobody noticed when they did it. No, I certainly didn't notice. So there was this group of people who (laughs) believed that if they dug a trench round a certain line of longitude, the Earth would snap back to flat. They would cut through the seam that binded it as a sphere. This is genuine, and I can prove to you it's, they, they genuinely thought Oh, I, but no, I believe... And that when they cut through this seam from north to south pole, the Earth would snap back into a flat disk. And the reason I know they all really believe this is because on their website, they posted photos of what they called Operation Dateline Dig. And it was them out in a field, wearing wellies and coats, digging a trench. Question. So apart, apart from nothing, what happened? Um, nothing. Oh, <laughs> that's very interesting. Question, how... I mean... Do they believe in maps? <coughs> because if they believe in maps, they should at least to some extent be aware that you there is no continuous body of land that runs from the North Pole to the I South Pole. I think they believe that if they cut enough on the dateline, that it would snap. The thing is, <laughs> right, if you speed in your car, you have to go to re-education. If you yes. dig, a, dig, a, dig a trench in the South Pole, it was like, oh, that's, that's pretty funny. What a burg. Just, you know, go, maybe, maybe, like, take them to a class or something. I just feel... Put them in a bin. With their carer. 
I just feel you're like, again, exact aggressive stupidity. Because it's like, you have to understand distance. Like, I don't care if you think the Earth is flat or round. Like, say it, it, is, it is flat, and it's the same amount of space, it's just utterly flat. Yeah. Then things are still far away, mm. which indicates size. And even if you think the Earth is a flat sheet, and it's maybe only a mile thick, size, depth, thickness, it also means that's a hell of a lot of mass. So if you honestly think the Earth has been curved into a into a sphere and is currently under tension, yeah. and you think that unzipping that is is going to suddenly solve all the problems, you must acknowledge that there will be the greatest whip, the greatest we elastic. We will all be flung oh, into yeah. space. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. We will be atomized, <laughs> and hopefully our stupidity will die with us. But like, we we would just be in the sun. Like we would be catapulted into the sun. Be a good ride though, wouldn't it? It'd be a laugh. Hell of a ride to Hell, that. It'd be, you know, we had a good run. The go out in style. Yeah. yeah. Is there not also um, uh, a flat Earth theory? I hesitate to say theory. A map, a model, a hypothesis where there is a, a wall of ice. Yeah. So the way us. the way that the more Willing competent sacrifice. Oh. The way the more competent flat earthers will argue their point, because often what they're the given... The more competent flat earthers. Yeah, I'm being very generous. The here. subsection. They'll be often given the how does someone sail around the world as as a question to them. Well, it's, it's a fair... It's a decent yeah. question. Fair point. And the way they answer that is that the North Pole is in the very centre point of the disc, and the South Pole is a wall of ice that runs around the outer perimeter of the disc. So you can sail around the world, because you'd be sailing around the middle point of the circle, around the North Pole. Do you see yes. what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's as if you flattened a world map out and then you twisted it round on a disc all around the North Pole as the pivot at the top. Yeah. So you could sail around the world then. And if you sailed south, what we perceive to be south, in any direction, you would reach this wall of ice, which is Antarctica. So their point is Antarctica doesn't exist. No one's ever set foot on Antarctica. That's a lie because there is a preposterous two mile, 12 mile high cliff of ice around the edge of the whole planet. But of course, the counter argument to that is, you know, we have planes. You've probably flown in one. What on earth makes you think that someone hasn't flown there? But what's on the other side of the wall? I guess space. Is it just space? Well, yeah, good point. Because some people believe that the flat earth is a disc in a grand plane, an infinite plane. But there is nothing else out there except just brown mud, I guess. I don't know. Some of us, some of them, some of us, oh God, <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. Some of us believe. <laughs> some of us believe. But it's a disc Here we go. in I, space. Here we go. I mean, I'd like, Wow. Yeah, the infinite plane concept. I think it's actually called that. I've, I've read so much about this. I shouldn't have done. The infinite plane theory is weird because that suggests you could just walk off into that. Yeah, we're actually just also, stunning. Also, yeah, oh, here we go, yeah. Astronauts. Yes. Are we saying they're all in on this conspiracy? Or they don't exist. I've... Oh, they do, they do, though. Astronauts. Well, well I I've, I've, ne- have you met I've one? never met an astronaut. I'm going to in February and I'll ask him. I won't. You'll get there and he'll make an excuse. I'm meeting an astronaut in February. Oh, yes, you're meeting... Um, Chris Hadfield. Chris Hadfield, yeah. Oh, are you? Oh, Love, yeah. Lovely singing voice. Yeah. Yeah, he plays guitar. He does indeed. I in know space. that because I made yeah. an invite for my mum and he was playing the guitar and I had to cover it up with a photo with the earth. So it didn't look like he was playing the guitar. <laughs> we bought tickets for my mum to a talk oh, he's giving. That, that is, and that was the invite. I designed remarkable. it myself because I'm creative. <laughs> I, I, but I, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume that he's not Billy bullshitting me about what he saw in space. It's a big assumption. No, if, yeah. if only on the basis of him being uh, an educated and astonishingly accomplished man. Because they don't let anyone... An, unbelie- an unbelievably 
switched on individual. I've watched a TV series which he was a judge on for astronauts. Yeah, CGI. But CGI. Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Or you Jim can't Henson CGI puppet. a mustache accurately though. <laughs> if Justice yeah. League has taught us anything, <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, you be, can't remove it. You can't remove a yeah. mustache well. with CGI. I'd like to think the uh, the opposite also Busted, applies. Sir. Yeah, yeah. Busted. Oh my god, the Earth's flat. That's proved it. Join us. Uh well, I think you you were hinting towards the greater issue here, mm. which is how the conspiracy always grows, because there's no way. Yes. The only way to explain away the inconsistencies is to just say it's bigger. It's have an even greater conspiracy. Yeah, and this is what it always comes down to, and it's why it's impossible to argue with. The thing is, I could go to space. I couldn't. But if I went to space hypothetically and said, oh yeah, the Earth is it's it's round, people would say, well, why should I believe you? So you can't win. Exactly. You yeah. can't argue with a moron. And even if you dragged them onto a, you know, uh, a shuttle, yeah. took them into space, somehow, and they looked down, they'd be like, looks flat. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd be like... But look at it you turning. Were, look at if it you were on one side of it, let's say you're on the side where you could see Europe, for example, you'd be like, where's America? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's Australia? You know, I, yeah, I, I hear Australia like is dark when it's light here, and vice versa. So how does that work? But again, like how how do they benefit? What like you say? Yeah. Why die on this hill? Because even if it's even if it's we'll say oh it's not true, obviously. But even if you made you were like, well, I've made my compelling argument. You've chosen to not believe me because you're a you're a sheep, and because you know you're part of the problem. Cog in the machine. You're never going to change my mind. I believe the Earth is flat. Okay, great. Like Good, the, goodbye forever. I mean, I the, guess. Sun, <laughs> the sun still comes up in the morning. You know, yeah. call them a fat cow and hang up. <laughs> I think we've talked enough about conspiracy. There we go. Theory believers. Wow. Someone else. <laughs> Ooh, I've got hate. Go yeah, on, go on Um, judgmental dentists. Oh. <laughs> Now, what are they judging? Your teeth or everything? Uh, you know, my, no. my fashion sense. Your lifestyle. You know, my belief in a flat earth. You know. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, no, no. Uh, as a clarification, okay, uh, I think a dentist should be kind of judgmental. Mm. You know, They're a health person. Yeah. That's a better word. I was going to say hazard. They are a health They're a health hazard. hazard they, you know. they drill your mouth. You know, they are there to... <laughs> Oh, that was good. Oh, oh, and he's here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they're there to keep you honest, you know, to make sure you look after your teeth and, you know, kind of make you feel bad about your bad habits. That's the point. Yes. However, uh, they've changed some of their kind of guidance lately. So clearly all the dentists got together. Oh, oh yeah. The cabal. I bet, yeah. that, I bet that was a laugh riot. <laughs> <laughs> when, did, when, did, um, when did the two of you blast... Go to a dentist. Too long ago. Yeah, Too long not, ago. It's yeah. not been that recently. Like okay. Over a year. Okay. Well, I I went a couple of months ago, and then I think the previous time before, <coughs> they had some new advice. Okay. Because I, I I try to look after my teeth. You know, yeah. I want my teeth oh, to money. stick around. You know, I brush, I floss, I do the old um, mouthwash. Mm-hmm. You nice, know, nice. great. The big three. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. But I drink a lot of black coffee. Lovely. So then they're like, uh, oh, you know, you're, you're getting some staining, all that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have, I, you know, hygienist does a bit of a clean and everything. Scrape around. Yeah. So, okay. So they, they always kind of give me a little slap and say, you know, go easy on the, on the black coffee, cut down on the sugar, but you know, you're cleaning quite well. Last time, second to last time they go, hey, new thing. When you go to bed, like when you brush your teeth before going to bed, what do you do? And I say, well, I, you know, I, I brush my teeth. You know, I spit, I rinse, I floss, 
great. They go, okay, here's what we want you to do. When you brush your teeth before going to bed, don't spit. What? Swallow it? Don't rinse your mouth. So all the foamy stuff from... That's gross, swallowing that. Yeah, keep it. Just keep it in your mouth. Yeah, as in like uh, you go, maybe spit out the excess and go, num, num, num. And don't rinse your mouth or anything. Just keep that minty mush up in your mouth. Okay. And then go to bed. Right. Because then they're like, it's good because the fluorine stays in your teeth and does and does wonders. And I'm like, can you choke on that? Well, I guess if you've got rid of the excess. You probably get like a great big just minty, clangy Mouth. Yeah, when you wake up with bad, like like bad, a mint bad, material yeah. in your mouth because it's just solidified into a sphere. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm like <laughs> falls out in the, the collection. Yeah. Oh, put that in the pot. That's a big one. <laughs> Tic Tacs for oh. tomorrow. <laughs> so that's the campaign name. <laughs> Chop them up in the morning. So, so, and I and I was just like, oh well, that's oh, okay. That okay. sounds interesting. And they're like, I, we, I guess. And like, we give it a try. I'm like, yeah. Uh, and I didn't. You didn't because I was like, no, I wouldn't. I was like, that sounds horrible. And then I'm going to try it. I'll report back to you. Last time I go. Uh, I'll report back to you from my from my grave. Oh god, I've lost well, a choke teeth. on it. Well, the last time I went, the hygienist was like, um, "Okay, so uh, are you aware of um, you know the, the new guidance? You the know regime. about about not spitting. You know, keeping keeping that minty goo in Thing your Thing is, mouth. what's changed in teeth to to update the guidance? Well, nothing. It's a kind of like it's a quantity. Sounds like they're thing. making up as they go along. I think they're like, cause there's, there's good stuff in toothpaste that's meant to protect your teeth. No, I believe that. So I think the logic is keep keep it in there more as well. Is it taking them that long to find that out? I I don't know. I don't expect you to have the answers, John. No. I'm just, I'm just asking. So anyway, questions. she brings it in again. She brings, she it, up brings again. it up again and she's like, okay, you're aware of that? And I'm like, I'm like, uh, yes, yes, I am aware of it, yes. Yeah. And she goes, okay, so what's your, what's your routine? I go, okay, well, I, I brush my teeth, I. I spit, I rinse, I, I floss, and then I, I do some mouthwash. She's like, ah! She's like, then, then clearly you don't do it, do you? And I was like, well, I, did, I didn't technically didn't say, say I, I did it. I just said I was aware of it. And she's like, well, why don't you do it? I'm like, oh, Jesus. I said, and I just said, I'm going to be honest with you, because that sounds disgusting. Like, that, good, that, good just, answer. that just yeah, sounds well horrible. You know, and also, like, you know, oh, I just... Thing is, what do we know? Like, they're professionals. And I don't doubt that yeah, scientifically, yeah. Having extra fluorine on your teeth for like eight hours, un- undoubtedly that's going to do good. But that's the same logic of, hey, um, oranges, you know, good source of vitamin C. Vitamin C is quite good for you. Hey, you know, friendly, keeps, keep, your, keep keeps, your, keeps your liver working. You know, before you go to bed, just uh, peel an orange, right? And uh, jam it up your ass. <laughs> just, uh, you know. Because Thing is, by that logic, nobody would ever poo. Uh, well, you'd poo great big orange chunks. I've got to keep this new these nutrients in my body for as long as possible. How the hell do you think they make Terry's chocolate oranges? Mm, well, mm. I don't care. They are delicious. We're going to have mintier poos. That's for sure. You certainly would. Yeah, it'd be like mint chocolate chip down there. The teeth in my ass are very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a horror movie about that, I think. <laughs> my rectal jaw is <laughs> getting a real workout right now. The thing is, do you go to a private dentist? Uh, do you pay? I do pay. Yeah, you go to a private we all dentist pay, then. Yeah, but it's very hard to. Why should I pay? Oh, here we go. A dentist to have a pop at me <laughs> because they just because just they because <laughs> just because you're not a proper doctor. Oh no! <laughs> here he comes. I went to. I used to pay for a dentist, which is why I've not been for a while. <laughs> he told me this is a quote. My oh, dentist, go. you've got what we call clubber's mouth. <laughs> That's what he said to me. Mouth. Clubber's mouth. What does that mean? It, that... it means there was a lot of alcohol on my teeth, I suppose. <laughs> That's what he 
you said to me, you've got clubber's mouth. He's like, you spit in this glass and it was just whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a delicious 19-year-old scotch. I was like, that's aged so well in there. Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, hang on, what's this? Reaches in, just pulls out a Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> just pulls out a cork. Thump. Oh, oh no. Uh, so yeah. <coughs> and I'd pay 70 quid to be told I had clubber's mouth. Well, did you? Well, if he says I did, I can only assume that's what he was telling the truth. Did, I paid uh, him enough to not lie to me. Okay, but this is where, like, I will... <laughs> yeah, you want them to be yeah, judgmental. Yeah, you, you do want them to shame you a bit. I don't want them to tell me... I don't want them to tell me everything's fine when my teeth are hanging yeah. on by a thread. Exactly, yeah. You don't want the doctor to just give you good news. Here's well, you thing, do want though, the doctor John. to give you good news, yeah. but you don't want them to I just I want to have earned it. Yeah, here's, really... here's my big thing though is that as disgusting as it does sound and I agree with you it does thank you they are probably more right than you are <laughs> I know however I feel we will all die eventually okay yeah and as much as I love I my, that's been proven I love my teeth and I would like them to stick around for as long as possible and I will continue to care for them and I think they probably will doing what you currently do thank you yeah <laughs> however I will concede that yeah that's we a lot cannot, more than I do we cannot undo the march of time no. and it's like it's, they won't last forever. It's the orange problem all over again. Orange up your butt. Yeah, it's like vitamin C is good for you. Eat ten oranges. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to eat ten oranges. Eat ten oranges. Eat more than ten. The thing oranges. is, you can't. I'd, I'd rather have an, a delicious steak. You know, steak. You know, you know it's good uh, protein. If you eat oranges every day of your life for the next ninety years and don't eat steak yeah. or whatever, you will die. You will. Yeah. Having only ever eaten oranges. That's very And you won't have experienced it. I don't, I don't think the oranges is necessarily a perfect analogue of your point. No, well, that's, no. No, that's fine. Because <laughs> a hell of a little vitamin C. It's other fruits you certain, stick up your arse. Certain things, are beyond our, <laughs> certain things are beyond our control. Like, obviously, like, eating nothing but sugar is bad for your teeth. Try but not at the, to. But at the same time, having a little bit of sugar is what makes life interesting. Sweet, if you will. Sweet. Oh, oh yeah, sweet. Good. Yeah, it tastes good. good. Yeah, yeah, why? One of my best jokes. Se- se- surely savoury would be a better I'm more really, of a savoury really, man I don't really understand you I, I don't follow you <laughs> I, on Twitter <laughs> I don't <laughs> but my point is like if the advice is like air air is kind of bad for you because you know there's ox you know um, there's free radicals they, they increase aging that air, yeah. I yeah I heard that you know 20%. oxygen is deadly in enough quantities the rumors are true how does the oxygen stay in if the earth's flat oh that's such a good point dome god dome Where's the, a- what the celestial angel dome? Maybe is the atmosphere round? Anyway, maybe there's no atmosphere. <gasps> around yeah. a circular, a, a spherical atmosphere around a flat planet. Is there atmosphere out in the infinite plane of brown? <laughs> is the infinite plane of brown chocolate? Can I go to that? That'd be good. It's like a big Bourneville. <laughs> Striding out. I'm just ultimately expecting the deep philosophical questions. <laughs> I, I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely trying to consider an atmosphere. If you lived on out on the brown plane, would your teeth last that long? If it was all chocolate, as long as you didn't spit. Oh right, cool, great, yeah, cool, be fine. Cool, um, there's a lot of sugar in Bourneville. A lot good in them little O's. Yeah. <laughs> Not like there's there's money in them dark hills. So, in summary, about dentists. Oh yes. If we wanted to, don't be, spit in my mouth. If we wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pay extra for that. So if you want, if you want to be perfect and live as long as a human being could realistically live for, 
we'd all be in like hermetically sealed tubes. Yes, and wrapped we'd, in cotton wool. Yeah, and we'd have like an IV drip, you know, and every day yeah. a kindly nurse would stick an orange up our ass. <laughs> I think I think I get your point. It's basically that like, don't bullshit me with something that could add 17 minutes onto the life of my teeth. Is what I'm doing good enough? Yeah. Am I, because to be honest, from the sound of what your routine is, which as Rayman also said, better than mine. Mm. Um, that sounds like, that sounds like you're doing a decent job. Oh, cheers bud. Like you could maybe do with a pat on the back and some positive reinforcement on that rather than them creating some ridiculous, fantastical extra thing, which although might be even better is kind of unnecessary. But I, and I think also because clearly there was a seminar and the dentists were like, this is the <sighs> advice. However, I've gone my entire life without having received that advice. And it's advice. been pretty good. And who's to say that advice won't change? Like, Have you had any fillings? Uh, one. Okay, that's pretty good. Oh. Uh, big fan of the sugar as a kid. Uh, I don't trust a body of people that will change its advice willy-nilly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when they all get together. Well... That is science. Hold that thought. Oh, I've, I've been, I've been to a conference. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we used to think the Earth was round. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but don't don't tell me after thousands of years, oh, yeah, just keep the toothpaste in your mouth longer. What the fuck is that? It just seems what like... What the fuck is that? What is that advice? It seems like such an arbitrary piece of advice. It's not like, breaking news, we've discovered that, uh, I don't know, the Earth is flat and toothpaste is actually deadly. And that would be a game changer, but it's, it's. I would listen to that advice yeah, if, it, it, if it was proven. Yeah, instead it's like this thing is quite good. Have it in you. Why for not longer. do? Why not do it more? Yeah. And then next year they could say eat eat a tablespoon of toothpaste every day. <laughs> you know, put toothpaste be... on your food. <laughs> Water down toothpaste and pour it on your Cheerios. I'll just do what I'm doing. I think I will. I'll, as well. I'll carry on doing what I'm doing. I might try. Work. I'm going to try it once. I might. Go, I might go and see a dentist. I want to see how point. disgusting it makes me feel, and then I'll know for sure that it was a bad idea. I would. I would choke. Oh, I just think you'd wait. I think there's a higher risk of me choking than my teeth instantly improving. If I were to do how that. instant did they say I, improvements? Were? Yeah, I th- <laughs> come back in thirty years. You'll you'll, you'll <laughs> yeah. notice a difference. Come back in thirty years when I'm six feet under because I choked on toothpaste. <laughs> Died as he lived. Yeah, eating toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> it's a carving of you on the hexstone. It's like it's foaming at the mouth, squeezing a mouth. Colgate directly down the throat. <laughs> I just love that arm and hammer. It didn't even touch my teeth on the way here, down. Here lies, the hubris. Here lies Christopher Ray. He loved a bit of Aquafresh. <laughs> Red, white, I, and blue down the throat. I just don't. Eat, yeah, I all I can picture is waking up at two in the morning and going like, "Oh God, why does it feel like I ate a pack of chalk?" You know, yeah, it's like, like why? Exactly. Why is there bicarb in my there mouth? There seems to be more that can go wrong than than might go right. In that advice, <laughs> might go right. Well, we should have to do a scientific <coughs> experiment scientific. for next. Well, well, me and Nick won't do it, and you can do it. There you go. That's that's it. That's... Well, no, John's the one who doesn't. I, I don't. I'll, do I'll do it. Oh, and Nick I'll report will do it. Back. Okay, if you, if I remember to do it, and you remember to ask me. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Those two things are both very unlikely. The thing is, you know, my my, uh, my lovely fiance Lucy finds me repulsive at the best of times. Yeah, I can't <laughs> and, I and she also hates <laughs> hates mint. Yeah, I hate mint. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't imagine going, hey, it's me, you're, you're disgusting fiancé, and now I'm minty all the time. <laughs> I've got a minty sediment in my now mouth. Now I'm even worse. <laughs> you lucky lady. Um, okay, well, that's my hate. Okay, hit us up, Chris Take Ray. us home. Hey, gang, it's your good friend John here, just saying hello in the interval, which is kind of where I live now, uh, and to do the usual tiny bit of housekeeping. Won't take long. Then we'll be back into the regular stream of hate that you've come to know and love from the show. 
Uh, first and foremost, because I always do, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who has listened and continues to listen. We certainly hope you're enjoying uh, the series so far. Heck, we've we've made it to 11 episodes, which feels like a kind of crazy milestone, if only because we forgot to shout about us hitting episode 10. So there we go. Must be doing something right, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, thank you for all your input and support. Uh, it really is incredible, means the world. If you could continue to do what you do, just spread the good word about hate. Talk to a friend. Have you heard about hate? Do you have a moment to talk about hate? Uh, maybe just recommend the podcast. If you think they would like it, recommend it to a friend. That would be great. Big thank you to everyone who continues to rate the show on iTunes. That is very, very greatly appreciated. Uh, and also to everyone who has left us uh, a review. Those kind of things can make all the difference if you are uh, a young, naive podcast setting out into the world. And and yeah, it just it just helps us helps us shine a little bit, uh, which is you know all we do is bring the hate. You guys, you guys make it all worthwhile. Uh, as mentioned on the show, we do now have a Facebook page. Uh, just look, search for a show called Hate. Uh, we also have a Facebook group called the Soapbox, which is associated with the page. Uh, we're hoping that will be a hub for more uh, discussion around the topics of hate and love. Uh, we'll be putting polls up. We'll keep you updated about uh, any events we might be doing. As we said, uh, 2018 is going to be the year of the live show. Uh, we'll let you know uh, more about that as it comes to light. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you'd like to be a part of that group, just you know, request a uh, request join. Uh, you know, the admins will let you in. Uh, but liking the Facebook page uh, is easy, like utterly free. Uh, you know, you just you just keep up to date with everything and you get to be part of a very exclusive club. So in other news, as kind of hinted at in the episode, uh, myself and Lucy, we are about to get married. And in fact, as I record this, we are just over a week away from the happy day. Uh, immediately after that, we will be disappearing uh, to uh, exotic climes, well, kind of kind of far away, maybe not exotic as such, but we're going to New Zealand because we're astonishingly lucky and uh, we're just going to disappear for a few weeks to kind of really consider the implications of what we've done by joining in Wedded Bliss. So while we're gone, uh, maybe uh, Rayman and Nick will continue to do an episode. Uh, I might have to uh, instruct them in the use of the podcast technology, uh, kind of like that opening scene from 2001 A Space Odyssey. We'll, you know, big black obelisk and bones and whatnot in the evolution of man. Uh, we shall see. Hopefully, uh, even if that doesn't happen, uh, you will not be kept from your weekly dose of hate and love for too long. What I do love is I'm super excited about the wedding. It's going to be incredible. Uh, I'm incredibly uh, grateful and humbled by your support. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for indulging me. Oh, uh, oh, and as in terms of like other Big Punch Studios projects, uh, we are wrapping up the production on Extraversal Volume 1, which is the collected edition of uh, the first four issues of Extraversal, which is a magazine we publish every three months. And uh, the collected edition was funded by our wonderful Kickstarter backers. So we look forward to uh, having that out in the world soon. And maybe if you only know us through this podcast and you would like to kind of delve into our comics, if you go to www.bigpunchstudios.com, 
you can find uh, digital downloads of all issues of Extraversal, links to all our other work. Uh, and with Extraversal, it's pay what you want. So just name a number starting at zero. You can pay nothing. Yes, it can be entirely free. And you can just catch up on the story so far. And we hope you like it. Uh, and again, if you do like the comics we make, if you like the podcasts we make, we do have a Patreon. And for as little as $1 a month, you can keep up to date with everything and receive some very special bonus episodes of a show called Hate. So again, thank you for listening. I hope to speak again before the wedding. And I now return you to The Hate. Queue jumpers. Oh. oh no. If I'm in a queue, and no, it's not so much, well, it is queue jumpers, but also the British reaction to queue jumpers. Worth doing nothing. Which is just to go, fuck's sake. <laughs> But that kind of mutter. <laughs> Just to where... mutter under the breath and then hope the queue jumper didn't hear you because they might start fighting you. <laughs> yeah. It's, if I'm in a queue or I'm at the bar or something like that and I'm there first and someone just jumps in front of me, they're worse than Hitler. In my eyes. There's a problem with bars because like I, and I think 90% and probably you guys in here as well, adhere to the belief that if you are closer to the bar than someone else, you have a greater right to the next service than the person behind. But I think a lot of people mm. perceive bar queuing as not a queue at all. It's just a fucking free-for-all. And so you do get those people. And then if you call them on it, which I haven't ever done, but I can imagine if you would call them on it, be like, so fucking queue, mate, chill out. Be like, fine, great. Now I've got nothing. Thing is, I, I respect the etiquette of bar queuing, especially if a person's before me and I notice them, I will always point to that yeah, so person and say they were they were before me. I make a grand. But not everyone does that. that. No, and no. someone just goes, "Yeah, I'll have I'll have four pints, Stella." And they're four people back from the bar. Yeah, I'll have a, I'll have two gin and gin and tonics, and then they make the longest order known yeah, to man. For fuck's sake! And all I can do as a respectable Englishman is, come wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have called people on it before, I called an elderly gentleman on it in a supermarket once. Oh, nice! He just walked in front of everyone and went. There's a there's a queue here, and then he he fell over. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> fell over your leg. Fe- fell over my outstretched leg. See, I've been at the receiving end, not because I queue jumped, right? Right. But because I I queued for a sandwich uh, once, got right to the front, um, and I thought that you had to like order it at the counter because they were they were they were they were sort of on the there were some out, but I thought they were cold ones, and I thought if you wanted a hot one, nice. you just ordered it vocally. You didn't take something up to the counter. So I, got, I, I wait in this queue, it takes about five minutes, get to the front, I'm like, can I have a ham and cheese toasty? She's like, oh, you're supposed to bring it from the from the thing over there? Oh, yeah. okay. wasn't wasn't made Coffee clear. shops do that. Yeah. So, or did she so, mean like, you have to bring it? You have to, <laughs> you have to bring it. You have to in, fight me. <laughs> lay, lay it down. Fight for the right. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, that's a pain, but whatever. Okay, there's a lot of people here. It was very, very busy. So I was like, fine, okay, whatever. So I, li- I leave the queue. She serves the next person, obviously. Takes me a while to get back out, like through the through the maze of people and everything. Get round, choose the sandwich I want. I join the back of the queue because I thought, well, yeah, that seems unreasonable. Well, it does, but I also thought like there's no way that I can express. Like I'm I'm like ten people back. I can't catch her eye. I can't talk to her. I don't feel like I can just skip straight ahead because yeah. everyone everyone will kick off. So I don't care. I'm not in a rush. Really, I'll just join the queue again. Right. I wait for about twelve seconds. And the cashier notices that I've joined the back of the queue. So she waves at that. Oh, come on, come on down. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, God. So okay. now you've got to... So now I walk past everyone in the queue to get to the front. And as I go, this woman goes, um, excuse me, there's a queue here. And I'm like, and now what? Like, because there's a cashier there, but I'm still like six feet away from her. So I just turn between and I'm just like, yeah, she's just waved me down because I had to explain my life story. I was like, I came here before, I got to the front, but then it turned out I had to go back and now I'm coming back. And she's just there like... <laughs> 
while, while I'm trying to explain this to her. So I was just like, oh, fuck it then. And so I just walked to the front and I paid for it, essentially skipping the queue, which but I had already but, queued nah, for. You, but you didn't, you were, that is authorised queue jumping. Yeah, but she tutted through my excuse. Oh, fuck her. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 had, a, I had a similar thing as well. I, um, at uni, went to uh, cinema. And uh, this is when going to cinema was nice and cheap. Huh. Uh, and there was a couple of queues. Mm. And we were, you know, people. it didn't really matter which one you were in. Just made your way to the till to pay. And myself and a friend got very close. Well, actually, we got to the end of one. And we said, hey, we've got like this two for one ticket. And she said, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, I'm just shutting up. Or I'm really sorry. Uh, I can't run that through on this machine. Tell you what, we'll just put you in on the one to the right. Right. And there was this elderly woman oh, no. who'd no, been queuing like alongside us. Right. And clearly had no excuse because when she got to the front, uh, she was about to get served. And then uh, the, the member of staff was like, uh, okay, so just hop over here and we'll just bring you through the machine. And we just kind of stand there awkwardly and she's kind of doing, typing away and just hear this woman going, hello, <laughs> excuse me, I think I'll go next, please. You know, I was, kind of, I was like, oh, I know, I oh no, what's happening? What's happening? And, and, th- and thankfully the member of staff did say, oh, actually, no, they were in. Yeah, in front of see, you. that is the one time that it's actually it's their responsibility but that, but to do that. But that's fine. That you have been told you you you've been told by a member of staff. Yeah. Oh, you were there, right? Fine. It's people who are brazen about it. You're absolutely mm. right. And just going, oh yeah, whatever. Q, no Q. I'll yeah. just go in here. That'll be fine. But again, this is the tyranny of being a, trying to be a reasonable person because you don't want to. You don't want to be the one who. I don't f- want to queue. I don't want to be one of those people who queues. I just British people are very good at forming queues. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you yeah. don't necessarily need one, but there's a queue there. That is the etiquette. Yes, I'm going to join that queue at the end of the queue because they were there before me. Yeah, it's but, fundamentally obvious. But that's the selfishness of the person breaking the rule because yeah. their crime, crime air quotations, is that they skipped. The line, mm. an arbitrary, not a law, more like a kind of social agreed. agreed yeah, 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 yeah. But if, but if you insult, if you call them out or insult them or are in any way aggressive, you are committing. I'm the yeah, bad guy. You're yeah, the bad yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. This is thing. I'm that- more likely to get arrested punching someone in the face <laughs> than the guy who jumped in front of me at the queue. And this happened to me recently. At- <laughs> what? <laughs> no, yeah, someone- no, I didn't punch someone in the face. <laughs> I wish I had. Yeah. Um, this comic-con event in manchester i went to oh, yes. for the, the love of sci-fi mm. the absolute omni shambles that was oh god people were just pushing in left right and center because there was no one police in this line Fuck yeah and i and i fell victim for to the britishness and just went because what was the point there was no one policing it what can i literally yeah. do apart from you, starting a fight you yeah. can't you, you can't, can't i can't do anything you can't do a citizen's arrest on like every person and, and speaking to our listeners at home having known chris ray my entire life He's not the kind of person who would punch people in the face. Thank you. No. He's all he's all bluster. I am. I'm all. I'm a, my bark is worse than my bite. He's a very nice I person. Can't bark or bite. But don't uh, get him mad. It, I'll tell you if I'm annoyed, but I won't <laughs> do anything about it. I'll write a strongly worded yeah. blog. You'll post. get an email. You'll get an email in arrears. <laughs> it's not quite the same. But I was once uh, the, uh, again at uni. What was it about uni? Uh, queuing for formative ca- years. Uh, queuing for a cash point, and uh, mm. it was a long queue. People were waiting, and there was a gentleman, kind of not really working his way along the aisle, but just kind of addressing the entire queue, asking for money. Mm. And everyone's uh, being very British about mm. it because he had a kind of, a bit of like an aggressive, slightly aggressive kind of edge to him. Oh, and everyone's sure. being very British and just kind of looking in another direction, other way. And then in the end, he just said to everyone and no one in particular, "Well, screw you all! I've got a knife at home. I'm going to go home and get it." 
and just kind of like walked off. Buy a knife. And then I think someone said, why doesn't he sell the knife? (laughs) (laughs) I remember once I was in a queue at a bank uh, with my good friend Dave, who is a listener. Hello, Dave. Hi, Dave. Um, And uh, we were... (laughs) Your your nemesis. (laughs) The nemesis of Chris Ray. His calendar thing is bollocks. Because I said... (laughs) I said die hard on one and then he made it the next one deliberately to wind me up. Anyway, hello Dave. For, His whole existence exists to piss you off. Uh, for listeners wondering what the hell we're talking about, uh, Dave likes to put pictures of cryptic calendars It's actually a good thing. I enjoy the cryptic calendars. Just, just he did that to wind me up and it was very annoying. Dave's cryptic calendars, and you'll understand. Shout out, Dave's cryptic calendars. My boy. Um, yeah, we were in a queue in, in a bank in Salisbury. And there was, there was a questionable individual in the queue behind us. Don't quite know what their deal was, but it was very, very quiet. Uh, you couldn't, you could, no one was talking. And as a result, Dave and I weren't talking to each other. But we very distinctly heard him say under his breath, sort of to no one, but he was directly behind Dave in the queue. I'm going to hit you with a hammer. <laughs> and then we turned around and he wasn't even looking at us. His, his eyes were just off in a different direction. And we almost thought we'd imagined him say it. But he definitely said it. It was was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) That happened in a queue, which is how that story is connected to the previous thing we were talking about. Oh, yeah, that's very good. The closest I've ever come to getting beaten up by a stranger was queue-related. There you go. See? see? In Canada, the nicest country on the planet, (laughs) I went to a Tim Hortons. Oh, yeah. A delightful Tim Hortons. The uh, king of uh, fast food kind of uh, establishments. And uh, it was late in the evening, and I was on my own, and we were kind of queuing. There was a few other people. There was like a family in the queue, mm. and they had like those little, you know, those like those stretchy divider. Oh yeah, crowd oh, yeah, yeah the temporary things. Yeah, yeah, so like a little kind of snaky queue, and um, I'm at the front. I want to say so. I'm just waiting to be called up to order, and then this guy comes in, and he's on his phone, and clearly isn't like kind of paying attention, but he walks to what is the front of the queue, me, mm. but faces me, like thinking it's the back of the queue. <laughs> so he's kind of like tapping away on his phone. What the hell? So he's just standing in front of me, like with his phone. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, and I, I'm, I, hey, oh, I'm so sorry, mate. I think you're at the wrong end, the wrong end of the queue. Yeah, seems, seems fair enough. <laughs> and, he, and he just kind of like looked at me and he's quite close as well. I'm like, oh dear. And I was like, uh, yeah, I think uh, the correct end of the queue is is uh, just just there. <laughs> like, uh, Indicating behind you. Oh, uh, there it is. Ooh. But again, there's only like six people in the queue. It wasn't like a massive queue at all. And there's like four servers, so it's going to move pretty quickly. He hasn't got a long to wait. And he's, and he's got the phone. He just kind of looks at me. And he looks down at the phone. He looks at me again. I'm like, oh, hello. You're, you're very close. <laughs> you're still there. And he's like, uh, you, want me, uh, you want me to move over there? <laughs> and I'm like, um, well, I don't want uh, you to. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's just it's the right end of the queue, you know. And he just kind of he looks at me, like, I mean, just kind of walks. I'm like, oh, phew, that's got over. away with it. That's over. Yeah. So I go up to order, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and then the family behind me are called up to the next cashier, and he just walks from the back of the queue really? in front of that family. That's bollocks. And like they're half a meter, very half a meter away from the queue. Oh, he knew exactly what he's doing. Oh, I'm there sure, was, yeah. And he just kind of like. Um, barged in front of them and just started ordering and the and the servers oh, like douche what what do i do you know again it's kind and, of the server's responsibility here to do something and the family are like uh and i'm just next to him and i and i and i said i was like and i actually said i was like dude you know 
don't be a dick. <laughs> like, Please. <laughs> Maybe your first mistake. Yeah, I was like, dude, come on. It's like, you know, it's there go. Don't be a dick. And and he was like, uh, and he, again, this guy loved being close. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you want to go outside? Oh, I was like, Jesus. I was like, no, no, I'm fine. Let's not worry about it. Fuck. And I just went and ate my food. And I don't know, maybe if I'd been a bigger, stupider, or braver man. No. I would have said yes and just let him walk outside and... Uh, stupider yes. Climbed out the bathroom window. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you, you want to go outside? You should, the next question should have been, what were you? And then he went, yeah, I said, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do. But, and then I'd probably get punched in the face. But Well... Yeah. Anyway, cues are shit. Yeah. People, cue, people cue jumping is bollocks. Don't do it. It is. And if uh, you have it done it, shit. or if you do do it, stop take a good hard look at yourself yeah. and then punch yourself final question shins. how good are you are how good are you at getting served what right, in bars bar? in general Reason, reasonable i'd say i used to find it very hard i think yeah. i was invisible i i probably have like you've got to be quite aggressive 75 80 percent success rate. <laughs> but not that aggressive no you've got to be aggressive to the extent where you don't push in thing is if you if you as i said earlier if you point to the person who was in front of you you are more likely to be served next. Yeah, I've noticed that. Is, is a general rule of But fun. also I've noticed that if you are at the bar with, say, three or four other people and you are aware that the server has no way of establishing who was first at the bar, maybe even you don't know, um, when they go, who's next, that's when you're aggressive. So that's when you lean forward and go, hi, I'd like, and you just dive in because otherwise it just doesn't matter. That's what I do. Anyway. Well, I've, I've taken to starting my order while they're doing the previous order now. Oh, that's good. When I've been waiting that long, I say, all right, when you're done there, can I have this? Yeah. I've taken to doing that because I just get annoyed. Waiting. Sometimes it takes too long. Yeah. I'm famously impatient. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm an impatient individual. Yes. No. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. You know what you want. I want to cure and yesterday. You want it now. So there you go. It's, it's off topic, but just because I remembered another bar, bar kind of related story. Uh, again, Bark. at uni, <laughs> we had a friend who works uh, behind one of the bars which students would often go to. And we were out one night and she was surfing. And because she was a friend, and she was doing us some kind of like favours, and I was so naive and stupid. I was like, I'll have a pint of whatever, please. She goes, Great, that'll be X. It'll be like, I don't know, two pounds, because I was it was uni, it was ten years ago. And uh, I go, excellent, here's his his, you know, the money, and she goes, and here's your change. And this gives me the money back. And I'm like, and I just kind of scare it and go, here's, here's my money. And I give it back to her. And she goes, and here's your change. And I swear I did that like three times. <laughs> I was very naive. I didn't know how anything worked. Oh, and then I was like, you. oh. Oh, you're helping me out. Thank you. F- friend. And then I kind of shuffled away. One time I was in a queue for a uh, bar. And um, there was like three of us in the queue. And then some uh, some more of our friends like joined us, having been somewhere else. And rather than join the back of the queue, they did the fairly dubious thing of joining us in the queue. So our three people became like seven people. Always a grey area. Real, real grey area. But also when it comes to like bars and clubs, you want to get in together, your friends. They, they, I'll, I'll let some another group do that because there was a place reserved for them ahead in the queue. And it was my mate Tom. Uh, particularly who seemed to get the ire of this woman behind us in the queue she was like you haven't queued and he was like these are my friends and this went on a little bit anyway we because of the quantity of us in our group we get into the club but then the, you know how they only let so, so many people in at a time oh, no. they then stopped it just before this woman <laughs> she would have got in if it wasn't for the fact that our group had expanded 
and she was fuming because I was looking back I was really aware of her rage right? <laughs> so we go in we're at the bar we're ordering a couple of drinks we don't notice that she's now got in because we've been in for about five minutes and then suddenly there's an explosion of glass across oh, my mate Tom's head what? she has just glassed him <sighs> she just goes Poosh! just lobbed an empty glass tumbler at his head and it just exploded everywhere across the bar across the servers across us who were stood next to him god almighty and we were just like what is happening and she was immediately dragged out yeah that's the thing she's she's queued all that time and got annoyed she didn't get in and then now immediately <laughs> relinquished her right to be in there and we were like tom are you okay and he was like yeah i am actually i've just been glassed but i kind of feel fine and he had like a cut on his head but it wasn't that bad it was crazy. It was Ridiculous. like, what's happening? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, the question I'd ask that woman is, was it worth it? Was it, it worth it? <laughs> um, well, I mean... There um, we go. Hate mail. An excellent round of hate. Um, shall we... Yeah, get some hate mail. What have, what have our listeners I've got, got to say? I've got some hate mail. Hit for, up. I've got Philip Gibbs. Oh, Phil. Gibbo. Philly G. Classic Phil. The Gibbon. PG. Um, who PG says uh, oh no it's a love hate sorry I'm moving on to his hate people who criticise others for not for liking or not liking particular consoles or gaming eras oh. mm. so it's like I'm an Xbox boy you get away you, you, Ooh, you get oh away no. from me if you're a Playstation the thing is it's, the, it's, that, it's more the whole thing is oh you like that you're wrong yeah well, you're not. Xbox you're not necessarily is... wrong, unless it's you know. Well, the thing is, we, we've never criticised anyone for having an opinion that we disagree with. No. on this show, never do that. No, no, no. We're very, we're very open. We're always open. Everyone's right, except when when I disagree with them. The, uh, well, you see, well, that's fine because yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what you're yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. About. You're like Trump. What you say in, is true. In, in my defence, I'm one of the hosts of the show. So. Well, indeed, yeah. So, so you, you know. know, arbiter of truth. Now, uh, I think I agree because yeah, that is doubly annoying, especially when um, oh, it was the console war. Mm. It has kind of died down now. Yeah, Most I mean, people now can afford both, if they want both. Yeah, we're approaching with singularity. I mean, pretty soon, you know, we'll all just what, be into. What I love about the console war, though, is that Nintendo has managed to transcend it completely. So if you've chosen PlayStation or Xbox, you'll still have a Switch. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I still have a PlayStation 2. That's because it was probably the greatest console ever made. In my house, I, I never play it because I don't play video games. The only way to win... I'm probably the wrong person to, to read play. out this question. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, it was always... Sega, I like Sega, Sega, Nintendo. My Sega Master System is still my favourite. One of my favourite things I've ever owned, actually. Mm. Um, a micro hate is that I saw a video about video games today and the guy pronounced it Sega. What? How can you do that when every game started with Sega? Mm-hmm. How can you call it Sega? I just want to be special. I just want to hit him. See, but you're talking about him, aren't you? Uh, so he's got you uh, by the balls. Alexander Slack Heritage oh. says, Shit reasons for hating The Last Jedi. It's not the same as the old films because the world we live in has changed. Now, of course, we did talk about this in the last episode. We did talk about this. Uh, I think we can all agree that uh, That if you hate it simply because because you're not seven anymore, (laughs) then you're probably wrong. Yeah. If you hate it because it didn't do all the, tick all the boxes you wanted it to, you're a knob. Oh, there there we go. Yeah. But I mean, that's it. If you didn't like it because you felt artistically it wasn't for you, or there were too many jokes, or whatever, or you have a genuine opinion based on the what you saw in the cinema, cool, fine. If you went into the to to watch it knowing you'd hate it, or wanting to hate it, or wanting it to go a certain way, then you You're shouldn't be allowed nice things. <laughs> I'd say you know, I, as we touched on last episode, I think like some of the best things to come out of it is people are having genuine discussions about it. Mm. That's good. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to just be miserable about it. People who say it ruined my childhood well, want to get a life. That's oh, absurd. God, yeah. 
That's impossible as well, by the way. Yeah. Polio ruined my childhood. Give me give me give me something. Andrew Stevens says apathy wins because meh. Oh. I'd like to hate apathy, but it's a lot Can't of effort. It's, it's so yeah. so. Meh. It's okay. Do, do, do. Vote vote apathy. Or don't. Whatever. It's Whatever. fine. Don't yeah. go to bed. Great. Liz Thatcher Great. says elaborate excuses. Just say no, thank you. But you see, I think that goes into the whole. Just Brit- say no. I think that goes into like the painful Britishness, where we would implode if yeah. we were ever actually honest with someone. And then a family of raccoons came <laughs> and invaded my house. I'd say, like, uh, at least, like, let's link it back to the dentist thing. Let's at, link it back. At, at least I didn't have an elaborate excuse. They were like, so why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing the? Because it sounds disgusting. And I said, it's just horrible. Yeah. I could have said like, oh well, you know, um, uh, you know, we uh, just uh, my my bedroom flooded. <laughs> I just got a mouthful of clean mineral water and it, it just... And then, and then a, a family of raccoons came. Oh, yes. Get it back to raccoons. My advice is always tell the truth unless you think it will make people not like you. In which case, lie. Lie and lie there again. There you go. That's my advice. That's a great piece of advice. That's the Ray 2020 yeah, electoral, to live by. electoral campaign. James Eastwood says, online dating. And I have to disagree mm. with him wholeheartedly because that's how I met my wife. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's how I met my girlfriend also. So, yes, I also disagree. And uh, if uh, you're looking for a reliable alternative to online dating, uh, maybe uh, work in a science department and uh, yes. go out with the new chemistry technician. Yes. That's a form of online dating. So it really is a form of online it's, dating. It's kind of the same. And yeah. I'm uh, getting married in under two weeks. Oh, yes, in I principle. remember. Got to so, write that speech. Yeah, got to, got to write that speech. Yeah, seems you, like uh, you and me both, brother. <laughs> seems like online dating is pretty good. It's, it's, Maybe it's not working for James. Well, we've got a we've got a sixty six point six six recurring success rate. Yeah, here exactly. in this room alone. In this yeah. room, yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, so I'm, I might right. accept that it's not that fun. There's maybe a lot of feeling of rejection when you send a message out and you get nothing back. Maybe, but it's worth it for that one, isn't it? But yeah, you'll fi- you'll find the one, James. Hang on. No, he might not. <laughs> Andrew Galvin says. Meaningless inverted commas inspirational quotes ah. that uh, usually appear on cat posters. Now I saw this. Hang one. in there. Yeah. You know, like stop being afraid of what could go wrong and focus on what could go right. And the harder you fall, the higher you bounce. Yeah, but you might be dead. You might break everything. No, the harder you fall, the bigger you splat. Yeah. Yeah. These sentences are just empty, depressing, and vomit-inducing. Yuck. Oh, oh that yuck at the that end. Yuck really at the end finished is finished it off. Compelling. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I don't like people telling me what to do no. or how to feel, even if it's to feel good. Even I don't. If I want to feel bad, I will. Yeah, yeah. that's my prerogative. It's my decision. There's nothing worse than such, like <laughs> both when people go, "Oh, it, it'll be, it'll be fine. You'll get over it," or um, "Oh, that's you know, you should be really upset about that." It's like they're both wrong. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't tell me how to feel. Just listen to what I'm saying, and and don't offer anything. Just just listen. You know. It's like whenever anyone, whenever anyone just goes, like we've had a lot of, um, Ali and I have had a lot of like house failures in terms of like buying a house, it falls through, buying a house, the survey was mental, whatever. And every single time, like we get loads of people just going, oh, it's going to be all right. You will find a house. It's going to be okay. I'm like, I know. Yeah. I know it's going to be okay. I think it's like, <laughs> it's like the, uh, the, uh, that famous catch or everything happens for a reason. Oh, except when it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you don't say it then, do you? Yeah. You know, I trip over and break my leg. Everything happens for a reason. You I mean, if you say everything happens, if you say everything happens for a reason, <laughs> you're ultimately 
prove right if something good eventually happens. Yes. But if if it never gets any better and horrible things keep happening, there's no one there. To no say one it. very quite. No one very quietly recants like earlier, <laughs> or or stands by it. Like yeah. you're obviously a horrible person. Yeah, I think you. I think you did something terrible. <laughs> you know, everything happens for a reason, and your life is shit. But if someone comes up to me and goes, "Oh, how are you today?" and I go, "Oh, I'm a bit down actually," and they say, "Cheer up." I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah, actually, 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 fucking pennies dropped. It's funny. Pennies I dropped. That. Now you've said it. Pennies dropped. Oh, I didn't think of that. Didn't even occur to me. Egg on my face. Oh, you're right. Why? Why aren't I just happy? Yeah. Why not just happier about it? I think uh, is. Um, I'm kind of picturing in relation to Andrew's thing, kind of like uh, you're in an office cubicle. Yeah. There's maybe like uh, a picture of a tree on a hill. Yes. And it sunset will, behind and it. And it will say something like. Uh, stretch as far down as you stretch up, or something like that. Some titty bollocks. Motivational. Like yeah, and, and it nonsense. Will, it has to mean everything and, and nothing, nothing at yeah. the same time. Words. Just just say the words. Just use fill words. the fill the space. Yeah. Uh, I have a final one. Okay. Oh, from Joshua Foster. Thanks, Josh. Who says reaction culture seeping into every aspect of media, i.e., adverts and sponsors taking the goggle box structure. And applying it to themselves for no real useful reason. Now we have done reaction videos. You have talked, and I feel if I open this can of worms again, I will never stop. I screaming. think we can all agree. Let's just agree. Uh, agree with that, though, as the final hate for now. Yeah. Before you, you look like you're about to climb on your soapbox, John. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find. Step some down. New, I'm trying to find some new way to polish this. This Why turd to. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's just, just yeah. Agree. Wow, it's ghastly. It's it horrendous. Is. It really is. It's, it's the uh, it's fake emotion in in place of actually feeling something. <laughs> Tell me what to feel. <laughs> I don't Again. know. Anyway, should we? Uh, uh, we we've we've waded through a lot of hate. We have. We're knee deep, neck deep. Uh, should we do some loves? Yeah, let's just kind of hit us up. A little kind of sousson of, of okay, love. I've got a love Palette cleanser. Mm. I've got a love for you. Ooh, what's this? Get ready for this. Oh, better be good. Oh, my love is. Oh, conspiracy theories. Oh no. <laughs> So I was Someone very, was going to do it eventually, weren't they? I was there very was... clear on the first one, my hate being people who believe in conspiracy theories. Okay. Because, okay. <laughs> because conspiracy theories themselves are often one of the greatest sources of humour in the world. And I'll point you towards one specific one, which, which is that Jay-Z is either an immortal vampire or a time traveller. On the basis that if you Google search Jay-Z time traveller, you'll see a picture from the 1930s of a dude who looks exactly <laughs> like him just chilling out on like a 1930s New York street. And it's uncanny. And it's either fake, obviously, or an incredible Photoshop job where they've modged it with an existing photo. Or it's just a dude who was randomly caught in the like 30s Jay-Z. who looks exactly... But it's exactly but like have him. have they not applied the same logic to Keanu Reeves? Yeah, and also Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage. I love it. It's amazing. So... Uh, there's even a picture right. of like Pope Frederick II or something and it's not a photo it's like a drawing of him and it looks exactly like Sylvester Stallone <laughs> <laughs> to the extent of like Sylvester Stallone sort of mid third act of a movie so he's got like bruises and welts oh, on his yeah. face Adrian it looks like Pope Frederick turned up for his like portrait and he just had the cack kicked out of him by a, like a mugger on the street before it and they <laughs> Dolph just Dolph Lundgren's they just, just kicked them they just drew it all in it's amazing I, I don't know what to say I'm genuinely speechless google it Jay-Z time traveller it's incredible however Occam's razor would dictate that the simplest gangster is often the correct one yes um, is it not more likely that there are only a certain number of possible faces. Yeah. Oh, in, in there's the only world. so many ways you can look. 
Yeah. I mean, you have so much face furniture to work with, don't you? Yeah, I mean, just on a, when we were out on New Year's Eve, I, one, of the, one of the staff at the pub, I was like, he looks like he could be the brother of one of our friends. They mm. had a very similar face. Really? I did not go... Oh, yes, no, I remember you talking about it. Yeah. He's been cloned. Like, it's the only logical explanation is that he has a clone running around. I'm going to go on my phone while we're talking because the day before I was best man at a wedding uh, in 2016, we went to a pub and there was a painting that looked exactly like me. And everyone, everyone nobody could believe it. And I'm going to try and find it now while we're talking. Oh, yes, show it to yes, what, yes, do, yes. do you have it on your kind of... It's, you're not going to Google picture. No, 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 no. It's on my, it's on, <laughs> it like it's on my Facebook. Okay, well, how about I bring up my love? Go for it. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> just had to just had to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, and again, I'm I'm I've, I'm I not found gonna, it. I'm just making it a little bit personal, but like uh, I am getting married in under two weeks. <laughs> okay. Uh, We've got to post that on the Facebook. Uh, yeah, we will have to share this. Can I show you this? You have shown me that. That, <laughs> that is uncanny. That's fantastic. It's just at a random pub in London. <laughs> Uh, we will share that in the Facebook group, because uh, yes. that is astounding. Um, but yeah, so like I said, uh, my thing is, I love it when a plan comes together, because getting married in under two weeks, been planning it for over a year, uh, it's always been there. As you know, you've recently gotten married, like, it's always there in the back of your head. I didn't want to make this about me. Uh, well, it kind, of, it kind of always is, really, yeah, isn't it? Is. Yeah, it is. Uh, and certainly since Christmas, been kind of busking our asses, getting it you know, really kind of kicking up the organisation. It'll be worth it. It will be worth it. It's and going to be a good I, and day. this really odd thing happened because you know me, you know I'm a kind of generally a stress, kind of high tension kind of guy. Oh, sure. And then like this weekend, we got an absolute ton of stuff done. And then suddenly, generally like, I, I enjoy getting stuff done, but then that gap is filled by a need to do something else. <laughs> and this sudden weird thing happened where it's like, we've, we've done everything i have completed wedding like what is this feeling is it is 100 percent trophies <laughs> what am i feeling is it satisfaction like, am, am i content and and undoubtedly there will be some stuff still to do and some awful things that will go horribly wrong yeah day. but we'll deal with it <laughs> but things yeah. things things will go wrong and you you will find that you just don't care and yeah, you won't even know it day. oh yeah, yeah like i'm telling you, i i intend to make quite a scene <laughs> <laughs> like me me and nick frankly could catch on fire and it wouldn't matter no <laughs> not to, certainly not to <laughs> me not to you <laughs> <laughs> that's just a normal day though no and it's like you know it just it's inevitable <coughs> it's gonna happen now you know and maybe stuff will go wrong maybe it won't but i doubt it just it feels anyway. like you know all that hard work has paid off yeah it's good right, yeah, it's yeah. great there you go it's gonna be great happy days well Funny you should say that. Oh my! Because mine was going to be being organised or organising something. I was going to say being organised. Yeah, that was I... that was because I before I came here this evening, I've been organising a pub quiz. You have indeed. Woo! Yes. Um, which Let's is raising money get for the good people. Quizzical. That's the one. Quizzical for the good people at Winston's Wish, which mm. is a local charity, also a national charity for bereaved children. And our friend James Eastwood is running the London Marathon this year now, as it is January. Mm. Um, and so I'm quizmaster. In a couple of days from now. Very nice. Uh, and you two are doing the quiz. We are. Yeah. And yeah. we've been we've spent a couple of hours organising it and we're in a we're in a good place with it. So Excellent. I'm, I just, I'm excited about it. I feel good about it and I just generally like having something organised and organising something and you know. But your your doing two loves it. are kind of similar in a way. Yeah. Like, exactly that, yeah. Are so. we becoming adults? Maybe. Don't discuss. Say that. We can't rule that out. No. That, that could that could be a hate I'm for a 32 future. Episode. This year. 
Wow. I'm already, in, well, I'm in, already 32. Well, there you go. I'm 32 this year. Oh, my God. 32 in, in <laughs> the alignment, the Illuminati. It is, yeah. God, yeah. Look, getting old. But no, I, I yeah, I, 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 I like it too. Maybe like I'm fighting against the chaos of the, the real world, but <laughs> I'm always amazed when I assume that everyone kind of has that joy. And yet, as I get older, oh, I kind of realise there are some spectacularly unorganised oh, people. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. Life. Yeah. Thing is, my job title is PR and planning manager, so mm. I should, probably should be good at it. Kind of in the description, really. So, you know. There is a, there is a great deal of satisfaction to be had from completing mm. a, a large a pro- and complicated yeah. project. A project, whatever it may be. So, yeah, there you go. Oh, I can relate. Bravo. Well done, team. Should we do a, should we do a couple Do we of... have any love mail? I have a couple of yeah. love mails. I don't have any love mails. Yeah, I'm writing a love I'll read, I'll read a couple Choo-choo. of... Choo-choo! As, as is traditional, there are, there's fewer loves than hates. <laughs> and we spent... It's getting to be like a 99-1 split. Of, yeah, of I'm, I'm all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to, like, uh, bring in... We'll have to bring in new segments to, like, divvy up the hate, you yeah. know. Or ambivalences, things we... The ambivalent sector. Do not care one way or another about. What have you got? That's so quite interesting. Philip Gibbs, Gibbo. Oh, Gibbo. 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 Big Phil. Says uh, he loves the Snares Classic Edition he got for Christmas. Ooh. Especially because it has Earthbound on it. Yes. Now. I, got, I got one for my birthday, which was just before Christmas. Oh. Those are a lot of words that don't mean much to me. But it's, I, know, um, I know what a Super Nintendo is. Well, it's like they re-released it as a tiny, tiny little version oh. with, with 25 built-in games on it. 25 oh. classic built-in games Very on it. good. And they are like gold dust because Nintendo never make enough. Um, so if you've got one, you are in one of the privileged few. Um, How you're much in the club. smaller than the real thing? I is think it? it's like a quarter of the size. I see of the classic SNES, mm. um, and it does have Earthbound on it. But as you and I discovered, John, it also has Kirby's Dream Course on it, which, uh, which is the strangest <laughs> game ever made. <laughs> which yeah, which we played, not knowing what it was, and it's it's Kirby, but it's golf. But it's not golf. No. And it's, it's weird. It's very, very weird. It yeah. sounds weird. It's a yeah. lot of fun, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took us a lot of time to learn how to, to play even it. work out what the hell was going on. Like, <laughs> uh, we, didn't, we entered into it not knowing it was golf. Or it was like knowing, golf. Knowing structures. Just got to work it out. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't really look like golf. It looks like a kind of horrendous space nightmare. Yeah. Oh. It looks like Casino Night Zone from Sonic. Oh, that's a good zone. Oh, yes. Always bouncing off those little dingy things. It's actually my least favourite zone. <sighs> Gasp. My least favourite zone is the Pyramid Zone. Mm. What's that called? Sandopolis. Oh, was that in Sonic, Sonic 3? Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic or and Knuckles. Sonic, one of them. Yeah. Because you always get stuck on that bit where you slide down in the oh, pyramid. Yes. yes. Yeah. You, I can never get out of that bit. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> games, eh? Am I right? Yeah, games. Video games. Video games. Was that our only love? That was it. Uh, I switched my God. phone off and that was it. I was, go- was going to ask which one wins, love or hate, but I think that's kind of... I think of, we've got uh, a definitive answer. I think it might be time. hate tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's alright for hate to win sometimes yeah screw it all this is a show called hate well if we get another episode in before the, before the wedding I thought you oh, said before uh, the war I was before like, the war daddy that was, that was a Freudian <laughs> that was a Freudian slip oh no what do I know no one else does uh, but yeah if we get that if we get another episode in before the old wedding maybe I'll say something positive about love or whatnot. Do. Yeah, I don't know we'll see Nick did I did. The old low, I've set the bar. The old low-hanging fruit. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, but yeah, so I guess uh, we should... Uh, Still our classic sign-off. Just wrap oh up. yeah, Here we I, go. I love our sign-off. Thank, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to hate. Yeah. Don't be irate. It, don't, don't, hey. don't have any mates. Ooh. Love the hates.